You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. This is a podcast where we chat healthy habits and positive mindset to help you thrive. into today's episode, I'm so excited to welcome a fellow healthy hustler to share a healthy habit that is helping them thrive. If you have a healthy habit that you'd love to share on the podcast, you can do so by hitting me up on Instagram at Madeline Carafa. Hi Mads, this is Alicia Casagrande from Philby Look in Brisbane, Queensland. A healthy habit that's helping me thrive is giving myself an extra five minutes in the morning to feel good in my outfit. It's not health and fitness related, but the confidence I feel when I'm wearing something I love goes on to positively impact every other area of my life. Plus it's easier, less time consuming, and dare I say, more enjoyable than working out or meal prepping too. Hello and welcome back to the pod. I'm excited to get into this episode because I feel like I've been speaking about this concept of future self a lot and main character energy, and it's really been making me personally have to practice what I preach. I guess maybe these concepts or these ideas to talk about them in the podcast was placed on me because the universe knew that this season that I was going to enter, I would really need these, I guess, tools and and rituals and this, even just this perspective and way of thinking to really be able to embody the person that I need to become to be able to show up for the dreams and desires that I'm working towards this year. And so over the break though, I was thinking, I know I didn't a full episode on a step-by-step guide of how to become your next level self. That episode was really born out of me feeling once upon a time and I'm talking like 2022 Maddie I can't say last year now (laughs) I've got to say 2022 Maddie feeling really overwhelmed by this concept of next level or future self I felt like in the self-improvement self-development world it was being spoken about so much But I felt so unclear and so overwhelmed about how I actually got there. I've always been quite good at visualization. So I can visualize this future self that I would love to be. And I do meditations around it. But I really struggled of like what the steps were that I needed to take right now to eventually get to there. You know, and I'm talking steps from when I was at a really low point. So I did a podcast episode on that step-by-step guide. So if you are interested, you can definitely go back and listen to that episode because I broke down what I personally believe is a bit of a process or the process that I took to starting to step into the future Maddie that I had visualized for so long. But what I realized over the break was this work, this personal development, this growth work that I've done over the last few years has really allowed me to then not only take those steps and that process, but now truly implement the rituals and the routines of becoming my future self. If this concept is newer to you or you're a new listener here, I want you to just imagine you meeting your future self. Imagine that she's confident, she's accomplished, she's radiating success. What would she tell you about her daily routines and habits? 
How does she navigate challenges? What energy does she show up in? What does she wear? Who does she hang around with? What are the topics of conversation she loves engaging in? What are the books she loves to read? What are the hobbies that she does? How does she spend her time? How does she spend joy? Now, I really want you to explore those questions. Take some time to explore those questions because that's how you're going to kind of uncover this future you and build her out. The idea is to really map out and to build this future version of you who's going to be able to achieve the dreams and desires that you hold. But I have spoken about that in a previous episode, the step-by-step guide, as I said. So today I'm going to just dig a little deeper into how I'm personally using this philosophy right now where I'm needing to be my future or that next level self. So I have started February in ultimate hustle mode. All of the previous, you know, personal development and work that I've done, all the rituals that I've been doing, the mindset shifts I've been making has been to set me up for now. So I need to truly step into that next level Maddie that I had been visualizing and manifesting for the previous 12 to 18 months. And so a few little things, a few easy hacks that you can do to start thinking from and living from a future self is obviously I talk about a lot on the podcast. I share how I use my future self when it comes to setting up my next day. So once my children are in bed and we've done our normal nightly routine, I always just take a moment to go through what my day is going to be like tomorrow. And then from there, I figure out what I need to get organized to help make that next morning as smooth sailing as possible. Are we going to the pool to do swimming lessons? Are we having a catch up with friends? Um, Is it a kinder day? Is it a a family daycare day for Rocco? What are the things that are happening tomorrow? Do I need to go to the studio? Am I working from home? What are my times in between? And then I really set myself up for success by getting as many things organized for the day ahead as I possibly can. So Last night was a beautiful example where today was a big day. There was a lot of things for me to navigate or juggle. I don't like saying juggle anymore because I read this um, I read this Instagram caption about like referring to mum's juggling is like saying that they're a clown at a circus. And I was like, oh, that's so true. So I'm trying to use the word navigate. <laughs> um, so as I had a lot to navigate today, a lot of different things, timelines to meet, a lot of different things to to think about, I really actually had to spend quite a bit of time figuring out what future Maddie would be grateful for tomorrow. So I made myself a list and I packed my kids' lunch boxes. I made my breakfast. So I made two mornings worth of chia pudding. I set the pudding and I put it all in a glass jar. So I had a beautiful, healthy breakfast to wake up to. I got the kids' bags packed. I Georgia was going to the pool for a swim. So I got her swim bag packed, sunscreen, all of that put in the bag, Rocco's family daycare bag packed. I then thought about the remainder of my day. So the babysitter was getting here. So I packed my laptop. I packed my handbag. I filled up my water bottle. I got out my outfit for the day that I wanted to wear. So I didn't even have to make that decision in the morning. I got the kids outfits out um, and I prepped the kids breakfast. And then I reminded myself of the things I still needed to do before I went to bed. I said to myself, okay, All you need to do tomorrow is wake up and have your shower. You get ready before the kids and then you just need to get them breakfast, get them dressed, 
put the bags into the car and then put the kids into the car and go. So even just having that rehearsal, that basically that dress rehearsal of how the morning was going to play out allowed me to sit in a moment of control in the morning when I woke up. I woke up at 5am to Rocco. I didn't get to my morning meditation. Uh, I got ready around him, which was totally fine, but I felt so in control because I had a plan in my head and I knew that previous Maddie had set the day up for success. There were still overwhelming moments, but in every overwhelming moment, I was so grateful that I opened the fridge and my breakfast was already made my smoothie cup was already filled up like it took so much pressure out of the day ahead and so that is a prime example of how you can set your future self up how you can think from your future self and that's taken a lot of time for me to get to that point that's taken a lot of reverse engineering and figuring out how I can make these things happen getting a really clear picture of what I want to achieve and how I want my mornings to feel Another thing I've really been trying to play with for my future self is this concept of I've always had a story that I'm not organized and I often do forget things and there's been moments over the holidays where we weren't as in routine as much and I wasn't thinking for my future self and I was just you know getting the beach bag ready in the morning and you know the kids were upset and Ryan was you know stressed about something and we're like in this hustle and we get to the beach and I'd forgot the hats or the sunscreen wasn't there and so I had this moment where I thought I need to step into future Maddie here and in the car I need to put a basket on of nappies and wipes, which I used to always do. And then I've just, I've left that habit. So I've filled the car with nappies and extra wipes and an extra tub of sunscreen. And I purchased two extra, just cheap Kmart hats. And I put them in the glove box so that if we get somewhere and we've forgotten the things in our bag, I've actually already got them in the car. So that's another example of thinking about your future self. It's also, you know, when I have a big day, I knew today was going to be a really big day. So yesterday I was really conscious of how much water I was drinking because I know that's been something that I've been really slack on and it makes me feel really crappy the next day when I've been gone to bed dehydrated. So I made sure yesterday that I drank a lot of water so that I was waking up today feeling a lot more refreshed and a lot more hydrated. So these are all these little habits that you can get into thinking about what your tomorrow self or your future self will be really grateful for. It can even be things of like putting reminders of people's birthday in your calendar, but then maybe a few days before that, because this is something I'm terrible at doing and I'm always running late and I'm always like, shit, I don't have a card or I don't have flowers or, and I'm running, you know, to get them at the last minute. So putting a reminder in your phone a few days before someone important's birthday that you have to go and, you know, get a card or organize a present or whatever it is that you want for them, you know, really setting yourself up to feel like you're in control. That is how you can really start to practice and play with stepping into your future self. Now I want to take you through some of the things that I guess have helped me to be able to really figure out what the habits are or the routines are that I need 
to be able to show up as, you know, next level Maddie, who's in her era of hustling. And so one of the biggest things or the most powerful things has been the concept of reverse engineering. So it's having a really clear picture of who it is, this ideal version of me, this best version of me. Um, And it's having a super clear picture of them. And then it's a reverse engineering that process. So it's breaking down the habits and routines into kind of more smaller actionable steps. So what you can start doing today that actually aligns with your future self, I guess. It's really about making these consistent and intentional steps towards building your future self. Using me as an example, mine is to leave the house by 8.30 in the morning on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesdays because that's kinder drop off and family daycare drop off and me getting to work, etc. So I haven't done that before. I had a little taste of doing it for Georgia's kinder last year. She started at 8.30, but then I was always coming back home. But now this year, I'm really having to, like we're leaving 8.30 and we're out of the house. Like I'm going to a shared office. The kids are out for the day. So it's about figuring out, for me, it was about breaking down what are the routines or the actionable steps that I need to take to be able to allow us to get out of the house before 8.30 so that Rocco will be at family daycare on time, Georgia will be at kinder at time, and then I'm getting to the office by nine o'clock. So what are the things that I need to do? That is where building that future self, I guess those habits that I spoke about with like the lunch boxes and the breakfast and all of that, that's where that came from because I was able to figure out what it was that needed to happen to get us out of the house for 8.30. So that's what I mean about the reverse engineering. And then it's really about trying to become consistent with though and intentional with those steps. So even at the start of December, when Georgia had finished kinder and we were just going into like a stage of play dates and catch ups, I was still practicing and doing those little habits of making a snack box, you know, filling up their drink bottles, getting what I needed ready for the next day so that we could still leave the house at a reasonable hour to go to one of our activities. I continued to lock activities in and catch ups in it, you know, 8.30, quarter to nine, so that we were staying in that routine and that rhythm and so that I could continue to practice, I guess, those actionable steps that I was setting for myself. So that is how you can start really reverse engineering. Once you have that clear picture, for me, the clear picture was this super organized, calm mum who gets out of the house and the kids have had a healthy breakfast. You know, everyone's tummies are full. We've got healthy packed lunches for the day ahead. No one's feeling frantic. We're all feeling really calm that is the big clear picture that I had visualized for so long so for me to be able to achieve that I reverse engineered those actions that needed to be taken the other action that I reverse engineered was how do I stay calm how can I be a mum that is leaving the house calm by 8 30 with two young kids what do I need to do for me and what used to happen and what used to create the feeling of chaos and overwhelm in me was me getting ready around the kids. And yes, some mornings that still happens, but it happens at 5.30 in the morning, not at quarter to seven when we're all trying to do teeth and eat breakfast and get out of the door at a reasonable hour. So another habit and routine and ritual that I had to set up was having my shower and getting ready before the kids woke. Now, because I want to stay really calm and centered in my energy, 
that routine has changed to doing a morning meditation. I'm really trying to commit and become consistent with doing uh, Dr. Joe Dispenser's morning meditation because that's a meditation that really helps to align my energy with the person that I want to show up in and the energy I want to show up in in the day ahead. So finding those little habits and those rituals that really work for you and really serve you and then becoming really, really consistent and intentional with integrating them. I know I did an episode in December around creating micro habits. And if you are working really hard, like I have been over the last few months to build yourself into the best version of yourself, then I want to remind you that it is really important to create these habits more as micro habits, I guess. Don't overwhelm yourself because the moment that you overwhelm yourself um, and try to have all of this drastic change, that's when we start to feel like we're actually failing or that we're not getting any So it's really important to focus on these micro habits or you can use your habit stacking where you stack a habit on top. So when I, you know, originally spoke about this, I said about how I was starting to get up before the kids to have a shower and get ready. That was a little micro habit was the only thing that I changed at that point in time. It was the only habit that I changed was getting up as early as I could so that I could have a shower and get ready before the kids would wake. And so now that that is a bit more of a routine or a, I guess, normal process in my day, instead of overwhelming myself with having to slip meditation into my day somewhere, I've habit stacked that and it's only a micro habit. It's a really small little practice that I need to add on to another habit that has become very consistent. So I do the meditation and then I jump in the shower So that is a prime example of habit stacking and also using micro habits, just little mini small manageable actions that when they are repeated, they actually lead to really significant results. The more that I'm doing that daily meditation, um, even if it's just five minutes, like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, okay, I know that I don't have long now, so I can't do a 20 minute Joe dispenser meditation. I'm going to quickly put in my five minute affirmation meditation. Even that alone is helping to build significant results because soon it's just going to be natural habit that I wake up at 5am and I have time to do that meditation. So I just want to remind you to not overwhelm yourself. It is so important to just have these little micro habits and build them over time. So give yourself that five minutes of mindfulness every morning or that, that shower in the morning or that time to just set an intention. Start small and make that super consistent and then once it is consistent and it feels like a normal I guess routine or process for you then you can stack something else on top of it or alongside it. Key though to all of this is really consistency. The magic happens when you commit to these micro habits daily. So it's not about perfection. It's really about enjoying the process and being really proud of yourself, really celebrating those wins. You know, you don't want this to become something that you become very hard on yourself about, or you feel like you're letting yourself down. It's really about celebrating the small wins, celebrating the mornings where you do wake up and you, you know, have these little micro habits and you stay calm and you start the day in a really good positive energy. Celebrate 
meet them. And also just remind yourself that each day is a new opportunity to align with your future self. You don't need to build her today. You're never going to do this in, in one day, in one moment. Like this is an ongoing process and you're always going to be adding different layers because you're going to have different opportunities or different situations or different seasons where you need to show up. There's going to be challenging times and even challenging times are an opportunity for growth. They're still an opportunity for you to be developing and building your future next level self. You know that I love mindset. And so I guess I couldn't help but to finish this episode with really talking about our mindset and just reminding you that your thoughts shape your reality. So embrace a growth mindset and really, I guess, allow yourself to see any challenges or any little roadblocks or any harder days literally just as a pillar or opportunity for growth. You know, really being able to have that mindset and not let it all come undone. You know, don't let all your hard work and the, you know, beautiful energy that you've put into building your future self become undone because you've had a few bad days or because a challenge is placed in front of you that is out of your control. You know, there is only so much that we can control in our life. But one thing that we can control is the energy that we show up in. We can also control our rituals and our routines. Like we have the choice to choose how we're going to show up in every moment. The mindset shifts that we're going to make to allow us to show up in a higher frequency. We can't control the things that are going to happen to us. We're all going to be faced with challenges and different situations that, you know, maybe we don't want to have to navigate or we haven't navigated before, but it's how you choose to show up in these. It's the thoughts that you choose to focus on in these moments that is going to have the most power. So when you are faced with, I guess, a bit of a a setback or a challenge or a little obstacle to overcome, I just want you to ask yourself, What can I learn from this? How can I cultivate resilience and stay focused in this moment? I had a little tiny little hiccup a few weeks ago where I have had our routine, like our, I guess our roster of the kids care um, lined up for probably three months. I've, you know, structured our whole week around the days that I can get care for the kids. Everything was aligning and it felt so good and so perfect. And then I got a text message from one of the carers being like, I'm so sorry, we've overbooked these days. I need to change. I've only got like Tuesday available. And then I messaged my nanny who helps with Rocco and she's like, oh, I'm not, I'm only available on the days that you already had locked in. And I went into this real panic mode of like, oh my goodness, like, why is this happening to me? What is the universe trying to teach me? And then I just stopped as soon as I thought to myself, what's the universe trying to teach me? I was like, this is actually my moment to just trust that this process is happening for a reason and it will work out. And I guess they're the moments that we really need to have to be able to just lean in and trust. And for me, I the learning in that was that I need to practice what I preach. You know, I always say that the universe is always supporting us and things happen for a reason. And so I needed to actually trust that. It ends up, it's probably going to work out better than I had organized anyway after a few conversations already. And 
And so I guess that was just a little reminder for me to really have to lean into what I talk about here. So, you know, if you are given these little obstacles or these things that feel a little bit like you don't understand why they're happening, And clearly mine is a very minor one, but it's one that just happened a few days ago. Leaning into that energy instead of an energy of resistance and anger and poor me, that victim mentality felt so much better. You know, I was just trusting and I know that it's going to work out and that feels so good. And that has allowed me to continue to stay in a high vibration and to, you know, keep showing up for this future self because I know that I'm supported and I know that things are working out. And the more that I can stay committed to these habits and these routines and this energy, the more that I'm going to be presented with a man of like I'm, the more that I'm going to be presented with the dreams and desires and opportunities that I've been calling in. I know that I know that that will happen, but I have the key to that happening. And the magic is really in being consistent with showing up for these routines and these rituals that I've spent so much time thinking about and reverse engineering and, you know, slowly implementing. And this is a work in progress, as I said, in the step-by-step guide of becoming your next level self. Like this stuff is all a work in progress and I'm continuing to build that future self, that best self every day. Like, and I will continue to do that. It's part of the journey. And so I don't want you to get disheartened by any of this. I want you to celebrate the moments where you're really showing up as that, you know, best self and you're really stepping in. And, you know, when those opportunities or those things keep start happening and those doors keep opening or those mindset shifts just automatically happen and you think, oh my goodness, I'm like in this super positive, like I'm thinking as a glass half full, that's when you need to celebrate yourself. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was really about, yeah, I guess sharing the last, you know, few months, especially over the holidays of the main key things that I've been doing to get back to my best self and to really step into the Maddie that I want to be, the Maddie that hustles but doesn't get burnt out, the Maddie that's a good present mum but has a career that she loves. My affirmation has, one of my affirmations has always been, I can have a thriving career while also being a nurturing and present mum. And this is really my time to step in and honour that and show up in that. And so, you know, these are the things that I've been doing to really help me build that. So I know that there was a lot of personal sharing in this episode, but I guess I share a lot of the philosophies and the thinking. I wanted to share a little bit more of the how I'm doing it today. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, if you did, please share it with someone else who's on this journey of really discovering and building their best self. And I will be back in your ears again very soon. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for you.